following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this, uh, what is it, March the 23rd, 2023. Today's show, as every morning, is brought to you by Barnburner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN at barnburnerhockey.ca for their all-natural hockey products and apparel today. Uh, some news coming across, came across the wire a little bit earlier on, or late last week. Now it really hit the news yesterday. The uh, Quebec, Quebec Major Junior Hockey League is planning on banning fighting completely out of their league, 100%. That's it. No more fighting, no more fisticuffs, no more shenanigans. The, there's a little bit of a background to it. It's not just the uh, uh, it's not just the, the one crowd, the other crowd, the CTE. What it comes down to is that uh, during COVID, I think it was the first year, 2020 or when it all, no, it was the 20 it doesn't much matter. One of those COVID years, they all kind of mesh together back now that we look back on it. Um, the QMJHL, they got a loan from the Quebec government. Each team got, I think it was $2 million bucks, uh, to, to continue with the league and everything going on because there was no money coming in. Each team was given a chunk of change to, to keep uh, to keep afloat. And what happened was is that the uh, Minister of Sports said, yeah, here's here's some money. And the government said, yeah, here's some money, but we want some stipulations to to uh, to come with this money and, and to, uh, to on, on the loan they were saying you're going to you're going to ban fighting. The Quebec Major Junior League said, "Yeah, we'll do what we can. We'll see what can happen." But now the government is, is calling for for basically what uh, what you promised, what you're going to do. And the Minister of Sports, it doesn't matter what her name is or he his name is, it doesn't much matter. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have said that because I don't want people getting all upset and say it's a woke crowd, unwoke crowd, whatever it may be. But uh, there she she said or he said or the person, Minister of Sport. I'm really blowing this one. The Minister of Sport said you're you're getting rid of fighting. And this is what you're going to do, and you're going to do by by the uh, start of next season. Quebec Major Junior League said, well, yeah, we're going to try. And they said, no, you're going to do it. So QMJHL is going to uh, ban fighting. What they proposed is if there is a fight for whatever reason, that they're going to say, yeah, we're done with fighting, and uh, you're going to have a one-game suspension plus the, the, the game that you're in plus a game after that. They already have in in rule in in place in the, in the Quebec League that if you fight three times you get a two game suspension. Well, that wasn't good enough for the Minister of Sports, so now they're saying, okay, a one game suspension is a guaranteed fight or or a guaranteed suspension for the next game plus. The problem that you have with that is that during the playoffs, let, let's say if a guy got a hat trick the first game in the uh, in the in the playoffs, you get your fourth liner and you say, okay, go and take that guy out and get get in a fight with him. So then that guy is out for game, let's say game three of the playoffs. Doesn't seem right, does it? No, it, it's not. So there is a competitive thing in uh, that you have to look at. You can't just say band fighting and band fighting. There has to be some kind of a um, a thing to go along with it. It's a like. Fighting in junior hockey is down to less than a fight per game as it is already. It's not the Wild West like it once was. Like, well, the Western League was was the Wild West to say the least. But it's not like it was back then when there was a you would uh, go to a, a a hockey game, the fights would break break out, or or however the, the old saying was. There were, the fighting is down considerably compared to what it used to be. It used to be a thing you would go to a game and it was, uh, and then after the game, people would ask, or even if you played junior hockey or, or midget hockey or whatever it might have been. Uh, 
who won and were there any fights? And the question weren't, wasn't actually always in that order. It was were there any fights and who won was what people actually uh, cared about. The game has changed a lot you know, compared to what it was 20, 30, 40 years ago, obviously. Uh, for the better, 100%. There, there, we do have the CTE problem. All those players that, that uh, there was uh, suicide problems a few, uh, about 10, 12 years ago now. Jesus, time flies. It's like, like that's crazy. But there is a lot of guys who lost their lives because of fighting. And fighting is down considerably in uh, in the Western Hockey League, Quebec League, and, and the Ontario League. But I don't think you can get rid of it completely just for the simple, simple reason that there are uh, ways teams are, are are constructed and there are there are ways that guys do make the National Hockey League and not not just on pure skill alone uh, and if you have just pure skill guys you have a problem with your team construction that there will always be no matter what there will always be the uh, the competitiveness of the game and with the competitiveness of the game there is situations that do arise and you do have guys who who run around a little bit and get a little bit rambunctious and they do cause some problems and they they do like the hitting from behind or or a knee and everything else so you do need a guy who to be able to police it uh, to police the game a little bit you can't expect referees to police the game 100% of the time. It's actually impossible for a referee to be able to do that because they can't see everything and they can't call everything. And even if they do call everything, if a guy throws a knee on a Connor McDavid, let's say, and he's out for the season, he just got his 60th goal last night. Man, he's unbelievable. But if you have a guy running around being a meathead, you need someone to give a, a little tap on the laces now and then say, hey, man, you better you better cool, cool a little bit because I'm not going to go after you. I'm going to go after your star. I'm going to beat the hell out of him, so you better stop what you're doing. And that's, that's just part of the game. It's part of the way it is and it's not saying that you have to go out and start brawls or anything else in the stage fights like i've talked about before stage fighting needs needs to be gone and it pretty much is there was that one last week with reeves that we talked about on 14 20 in the morning about a week ago how ridiculous that was but that is basically gone the, the the western league has already gotten rid of that too if you if you get in one of these stage fights that happen right after or right when the puck drops uh from a uh on a face off and guys start fighting for no apparent reason those guys get suspended already so junior hockey has been proactive to get rid of fighting already and to, ha- to, to have um, the government step in and say you're getting rid of it now or else we weren't going to recall our loans or, or whatever the stipulations may be uh, is a huge mistake because they, they don't understand how the game of hockey is played. Yeah, you don't want kids getting hurt 100%. I am 100% for kids not getting hurt in junior hockey and lower and everything else. But there are there are ways the game is constructed and there are, it is uh, at the end of the day, it is an entertainment business in the National Hockey League. To a, to a man, if you, go to a, if you go to a hockey game, I almost if you go to a fight, if you go to a hockey game and the uh, in, or you watch on TV and there is a fight, the crowd goes absolutely bananas. Still, people still enjoy a good scrap. There's a reason why it's it's still popular. Yeah, it's not the rock and sockum days of Don Cherry and everything else. And that's just it's just not the way it is. The game is a lot different. It's a, it's much more skilled. Is the game better? Yes. Is the entertainment value better? No. Uh, is fighting a part of the game? Yes. Uh, to a man, I would say that every National Hockey Leaguer would say that they need, you still need to have fighting in the game no matter what. You have to have guys out there taking care of other players. You need guys be, to um, look after other players because like I said, there are cheap shots that happen in a hockey game. There are hitting from behind. There are situations that do arise no matter what and tempers do flare. Boys will be boys. Yes, like you, you there is the argument when you say they're the best on best, the competition like we talked about yesterday, which hasn't happened since 2014, but and McDavid spouted off on that. He must have been watching or listening to 1420 in the morning earlier on, but you, 
yeah, people say, well, in the Olympics, there's no fighting. Well, you also have a different kind of game, right? And you, and the, you, that is the elite of the elite that are playing. And so you're not going to have the, the meatheads out there. They're doing it. Like NHL rosters are filled out with guys that, that play a different role and play a different part of the game. And you're never going to get rid of fighting. People say, well, there's no fighting in college hockey. Well, they're also wearing full face, face shields, right? And it's, it's a different type of game. Do tempers flare in, in college hockey? 100%. So to say that there's no fighting, there's a reason for it junior hockey there's been fighting in junior hockey forever i played junior hockey a long long time ago i wasn't very good at it but i played they had they had the rules a one fight rule back then the guys fought and, and everything else and sometimes tempers flare and it's just the way it is bench brawls aren't a thing anymore that never i shouldn't say never it rarely happens so to, I, I don't know if, if banning fighting is the way to do it and getting rid of something completely is the way to do it it has curbed it has slowed down considerably but i don't know if, if stopping fighting is the proper proper way to do things. I think you would have a definite increase in injuries. You would have a, an increase in rats going around the ice, causing more problems. I think you would have a, a drop in in attendance. I think you would, because there, there's still, when you go to a hockey game, there is still the the anticipation, the the excitement that something might happen and a good body check might happen. When a, when, when a guy gets hit, we talked about it before, and people talk about all the time, uh, when there's a body check that happens and then a fight just breaks out, it's ridiculous. It's 100% ridiculous ridiculous but the guys who do that they're, they're going to find themselves getting beat up afterwards too as well right so there is there is a fine line between uh fighting for a reason and fighting for no reason i, I get that people should say you should never fight well they, they've never played hockey and boy, like i said boys will be boys and girls will be girls and fighting is just a part of the game it's been part of the game for a long long time and i, I don't know if, if if anybody can say that one way is right right and one way is wrong like there, there there's obviously a conversation that needs to be had but getting rid of fighting like the quebec uh, the Quebec League is uh, is planning on doing. It's probably a big mistake. And what's going to happen Memorial Cup time when they play each other? Like, are they going to play by that like that that league's rules? I'm not that there's a bunch of fighting in the playoffs, but it's still a part of the game. It's a part of the way the intimidation factor happens. You got 19 year olds up against 16 year olds and everything else, and 20 year olds up against 16 year olds. So there is an intimidation factor that does play into the the mindset of the game and, and the uh, the gamesmanship of the game. And when when that gets taken out of a hockey game, it takes away a big part of a hockey game. And I don't think that that's the right way to do things. It's uh it, it's it's a long way uh, away from fighting. There's a long, a lot of, that can happen between two teams. There could, a lot of conversations need to be had before you just say stop and that's it because you have players who have played this way their entire lives and changing things that abruptly and then expecting them to go to the next level where fighting might be still in the National Hockey League, which isn't, I, I would hope isn't going away anytime soon. When you have a kid from the Quebec League who's uh, maybe at the age of 16 goes in there and all of a sudden he, he goes to a pro camp and he's yipping and chirping and everything else and, and he's not used to the fighting out aspect of the game to be able to run around like a meathead and, and stick guys and do whatever he wants and could without the uh without the premise of getting punched in the face it uh, he'll get a very rude awakening when he gets the national hockey league to his first pro camp where there's some big dude ryan reeve style who says oh really you're gonna do that to that guy watch this he gets bit bot finished in the face it's it's a, it's a huge disadvantage for that kid 
like it's just the way it is. I, I, I can't explain this any, any better. I don't think that having it one way or the other and have it black or white, sport isn't that way, no matter what. And you can't just say that's it. Like minor hockey. Yeah, I get it. There shouldn't be fighting. I totally understand that. But once you start playing with the big boys and it's part of the entertainment business and part of making money, because that's why all these owners have teams, no matter what, what level it's at in the Quebec league, East coast league, like what are they going to do like that, that? A lot of kids don't make the national hockey league and they go to the East coast league where fighting is a major part of that or the, the colonial league or the central league or whatever else league there, there are out there fighting is a huge part of these leagues so all of a sudden that these kids are going to lose out on an opportunity to play in these leagues and play professional hockey and maybe go to the next level not everybody's a Connor mcdavid not everybody's a, a nathan mckinnon not everybody's a kale mccarr it's just the way things are and i think I, I think people really need to take a take a step back you can't just ban something just because you you don't like it there, there has to be a fine line of what happens on a nightly basis in, in the National Hockey League. And you do need enforcers. You do need guys with, like I said, with a little tap in the laces at the face-off circle to say, hey, you, you better cool a little bit there, little, little fella, because I'm going to beat the shit out of that guy if you if you keep running around. It, it, it won't be you, but I'll go after that guy. And that stuff will stop will stop that stuff from happening. And you'll see a lot, lot more injuries, I think, with people being able to run around without the guys of getting punched back in the face. You'll see a lot more kneeing. You'll see a lot more hitting from behind. You'll see a lot more stick work. And and you've seen it at, at a lot of levels where it's like the stick works, like you put put on the full the full shield, a lot more sticks go up because there's there's no there's no um, there's no uh, you're not going to get hurt with it with a, with a face shield on, so the stick can come up to hit a guy in the teeth and, and it's not going to if you have a face shield on. So you, you're just going to see a lot more happen if they got rid, get rid of fighting. You see a lot more cheap shit happening around the ice, and I, I, I think getting rid of fighting would be a uh, a huge mistake in junior hockey and then in professional hockey and right on through because you're going you're going to have a lot more problems that then you're having solutions with that. Anyways, there's my rant for the day. We do it every, here every day on 14:20 in the morning. Uh, anyways, uh, happy birthday to uh, who do we got today? Happy birthday to Nolan Baumgartner. Once again, we're kind of not scraping the bottom of the barrel with our birthdays, but it's kind of been a tough go. Happy 47th birthday to Nolan Baumgartner, born on this day in 1976 in Calgary, Alberta, taken in the first round by Washington, 10th overall in the 1994 draft out of Kamloops. Those great Kamloops teams that were just winning a year in, year out. Uh, won two Memorial Cups and two World Junior goals. Um, played 10 NH parts, parts parts of 10 NHL seasons, seven goals, 40 assists in Washington, Vancouver, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Dallas, and is currently the uh, assistant coach of the Winnipeg Jets. Happy birthday to Nolan Baumgartner. Man, those Kamloops teams were unbelievable back in the day. They uh, they just couldn't seem to lose year in, year out. It was almost unfair what was going on. And I actually remember this one uh, on this day in 1994. Mr. Wayne Gretzky scored his 802nd career goal, uh, breaking Gordie Howe's record in the Kings 6-3 loss over the eventual Stanley Cup finalist, Vancouver Canucks at the Forum in Inglewood, California, assisted by Marty McSorley. Uh, I was at Don Cherry's Grapevine Bar, a short-lived grape, Grapevine Bar here in Lethbridge, Alberta, with Dave Cook and Wes Stockton. We came in. Wes uh, just had his firstborn that year, I believe it was, uh, and we, 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 we came into Lethbridge, had a couple of pints. I think I had a... Uh, Oh, I, I can't remember what kind of beer I had. It was something I was trying to be all cool and stuff. It wasn't just a Bud Light or anything. It was something a little bit different. But on this day, Wayne Gretzky got goal number 802. Uh, congrats to Wayne Gretzky. Everybody knows he uh, got 894 career goals. 
over his illustrious career, which he uh, could do no wrong, it seems. So on this day in 1994, man, things fly by. And Ovechkin, he just passed 802 and they had a ceremony for him just yesterday. He's already got 820. He got his 40th this season. I think it was last night, the night before. He's rolling away. But having a career to, to get second or having a ceremony when a guy gets second place, it seems a bit odd to me that uh, you, you would celebrate that. Like they didn't when, when Barry Bonds passed uh, uh, Dave Ruth, they didn't have a ceremony for that. It's just, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's an awfully weird thing that, that happened. But remember, uh, thank you very much for following the show and listening every day. We passed the 10,000 download mark. Thank you very much. If we just get to 10,000 today. That would be kind of cool too. But thank you very much for listening to 1420 in the morning. Dave and I are back tonight for 1420. The, uh, the original, the OG, I guess, having that out there doing a show tonight. Uh, I'm on the baseball field tonight. So we might do a, a Hey Blue tomorrow. We'll see how things go. But thank you very much for following our show. Make sure you follow the other shows on the Belly Up Network of shows. Thank you very much for Belly Up for having us. Part of your network. Things are looking up. There's lots happening there too. So follow Belly Up Sports on Twitter, Belly Up Media, and uh, and the like. But anyways, thank you very much for being being a part of our show. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Support our sponsors because they, they keep this whole thing going a little bit. Our sponsors, uh, there they are. They're, they're, up, they're up on the screen. Uh, it's very important that we support them. I'm starting to ramble as I do every day at this time of day. I don't know why I just don't stop. But anyways, I like talking. Always have, always will. Anyways, thank you very much once again for joining us. Don't end fighting in, in junior hockey. And remember, everybody, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.